Hey everyone, my name is Trench Reynolds and this is Real Crime Stories for May 7th, 2022. But before we get started, this show is brought to you by my wonderful supporters Bonnie and Trish at Patreon, and a special thanks to new patron Mare. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help keep this show ad-free and independent. You can join my Patreon at patreon.com slash trenchreynolds or at trenchreynolds.com. The last time we checked on our favorite pair of Indiana Columbiners, one of them, John L. Schultz IV, had just been sentenced to time served and three years probation after pleading guilty to conspiracy to commit murder. This was after his cohort, Donald V. Robin Jr., was sentenced to 17 years behind bars with six years suspended after also pleading guilty to conspiracy to commit murder. The problem here is that part of Robin's plea agreement was that he would testify against Schultz. However, a little backstory first. The pair was arrested in 2020 for allegedly plotting an attack against area high schools in Rochester, Indiana. They were also Columbiners, which means they had an unhealthy obsession with Columbine. They both had Columbine-inspired tattoos and even referred to themselves as Reb and Vodka. Those are the nicknames that Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold gave themselves prior to the Columbine shooting. Since Schultz got a slap on the wrist while Robin was sentenced to essentially 11 years, I said that if I had made a plea deal to testify against someone and they got a much more lenient sentence, I would be pissed. Now keep in mind that Schultz's first trial ended in a mistrial, so prosecutors were probably happy just to get a guilty plea out of Schultz. But in doing so, they opened the door for Robin to get a reduced sentence. Last month, Robin petitioned a court for a reduced sentence. Even the prosecutor and investigating detective advocated for a reduced sentence for Robin. To be fair, by all reports that I've seen, Robin has cleaned up his life since his arrest. Later that month, Robin was released after having his sentence modified to four years of home detention and three years probation. That's still more than Schultz received, but at least Robin is no longer behind bars. Personally, I'm less concerned about Robin and more concerned about Schultz. As I said in the previous episode about the pair, Schultz was said to have responded well to the regimented structure of prison while awaiting trial. My main concern is whether he will receive a comparable amount of regiment while on the outside. Then again, I can only think of a handful of individuals who went on to reoffend after being convicted of a school shooting or plot after serving their time. Essentially, the odds of one of them reoffending are low, but they're never zero. That's it for this episode. If you'd like to read more stories like this going back over 20 years, you could do so at realcrime.net. All social media and Patreon links can be found in the show notes. You can also listen to and subscribe to this podcast at realcrimestories.net. So until next time, don't let anyone else tell your story because you are here for a reason. I've been Trench Reynolds, and this has been Real Crime Stories. <laughs>